Hello, travel nerds, and welcome to the Extra Pack of Peanuts Travel Podcast, the show that teaches you how to travel more and also keeps you entertained when you're homing more, at home more. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a cool like at, uh, verb for that, but it didn't work. Either <laughs> Staying way. Staying at home. That's right. I'm Traff, and joining me is someone who, when I said, let's do this place, she said, yes, 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 yes. So she's very excited to do this destination, as am I, because it's it's just a cool place. Mm-hmm. Heth, it's let everyone know where we're going today. Barcelona. Yeah, one of uh, the, I would say, one of the m- coolest, and by coolest, I mean like everyone wants to go here because it's hip cities in the world right yeah it's definitely an incredible city and we'd been to spain a few times before we went to barcelona like we went to other places in spain before we did this and then we were traveling and we were in ireland and we said listen it's january there's not that many places we can get to that'll be a bit warmer that'll be a bit warmer that are close barcelona is a little bit warmer let's just go there so we booked it while we were in ireland and one of the reasons that it's such a special trip to me is because it's right before we got pregnant with our first child. So it's the last trip I took where I was just like completely free free, and like boozing and drinking and it, having a great time. <laughs> I mean, you'll hear as we go through the best of here for Barcelona. Most of our time spent in Barcelona was just eating and drinking. And so one of the neat things about Barcelona and I, I is that I consider it more of a lifestyle city than a city to go and see all these type of tourist things. Of course, they have Sagrada Familia mm-hmm. and things like that. There are things well, to park. see as uh, as a tourist, mm-hmm. but it's just it's more about just being there and hanging out yeah. and just enjoying the city versus running around and seeing all these different things, which which we really enjoyed and we really took to heart when we were there because we had nine days and it was. It was an eating and drinking fest. Um, it was pretty uh, crazy to me, Heth, that we had never been to Barcelona because I remember one of my earliest memories, mm-hmm. you know, or not, I was earliest nine. memories Well, I was nine ever? at this. No, but I was nine when the Barcelona Olympics hit in 1992. And to me as a sports fan, that was like a seminal event. Like it was incredible. I, I you know. It was just so vivid to me. It still is so vivid to me. The Barcelona Olympics with the dream team and this idea of them going to Barcelona, like it sounded so exotic. And I just have really wanted to go to Barcelona ever since then. And it was so it only took us multiple trips. Right. That's what was so weird. Like decades later. (laughs) Yeah. It was one of the first real feelings of wanderlust I ever had, even before I knew I was going to love travel, was just seeing all that happen in Barcelona and hearing the name Barcelona and thinking, whoa, that sounds so cool. And it took us then, yes, 23 or 24 years to, to for me to get there. But we did, but we did, and it was worth it. It was worth the wait. So if you guys are listening, these are Quarantine Diaries, shorter form, mm-hmm. unedited, off the cuff, that we're doing every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday as we're quarantined here. And uh, they're on IGTV. So if you're watching on IGTV, hi. And if you're listening on the podcast, hi. Uh, <laughs> you can't see us wave, though. And Heth, you've got the cue cards. Yes, I do. So just ask some questions, and here we go. All right, let's do this. Best activity. Oh, man. I mean, if you were there in the summer, one of the best activities would probably be going to the beach because it's right there. Yeah. We were there in January. We still went to the beach, but we didn't hang out there very much. So I think that the second best activity is literally just to wander 
through the neighborhoods of Barcelona because the architecture in that city is one of the best in the world. I mean, everybody talks about Paris. Yes, Paris is beautiful. I'm not going to rank it right now over Barcelona because I kind of want to, but (laughs) this is about Barcelona. And I would say it, it matches in comparison with how gorgeous Paris is. Yeah, and it's Barcelona, like a lot of European cities, like a lot of cities in general, but you could feel they're very neighborhoody, so mm-hmm. that's pretty neat. Obviously, I'm a big neighborhood fan, so we went to some off-the-beaten-path neighborhoods. We stayed in Gracia, so like a bit far from the mm-hmm. tourist area, which was perfect. We stayed at a friend's apartment with a rooftop, like a roof, a patio, a rooftop patio. It was awesome. Um, but just kind of then we even went out, because um, I'll give you my best activity then, because you didn't do this, so I might as well throw it out there now. Uh, going to see a Barcelona football match. Mm-hmm. Um, Heth was sick. Yeah. And I was like, I'm not coming to Barcelona not watching a so- you know, football, soccer match. Uh, I want to go to Camp Nou. And, I, you know, I had to figure out how to get there. Not, It wasn't that hard, but it wasn't in an, an area of town that most people would stay at. So that was pretty cool. That was a neat adventure for me yeah. to get to go. Go to the game. Even even figuring out how to buy tickets wasn't that simple right at, at first. So to get to go and watch a soccer match in you know for of one of the best teams of all time at their stadium, always a super fun thing. Yeah. And the fact that I did it solo, I mean, I would have loved for you to come, but that's different from our normal travel, doing stuff by ourselves. So it was just it was cool. I loved yeah, it. I think a lot of people go to Barcelona just for that reason. Right. Yeah, to see a game. All right, next thing, most surprising thing. I think one of the most surprising things, I mean, just off the top of my head, is how fun the city was even in January. Mm. Because it's not it's not warm, but it's a more mild temperature than it is. I mean, Philadelphia in January, I mean, it's freezing. Yeah, you're not getting snow. You don't have your winter park on. You know, it's, so just, it's more like a fall-ish mm-hmm. type weather, that right. fall that we're used to here. Yeah, on so I would say the average temperature was maybe like 45 or 50. So it wasn't warm and balmy, but it was much nicer than being at home. And just to walk through the city, as we were saying, one of the best activities is to just walk through the neighborhoods. It was really fun to do that and then just go in and get something to drink somewhere, go to a cafe. They have such a relaxing culture there. I mean, Spain in in and of itself, I think, in my opinion, was one of the most relaxed, welcoming, chill countries in Europe. And they do that really well in Barcelona. I think even more so Madrid is like a little bit of a more of like a hustle and bustle city. Cosmopolitan type. Whereas Barcelona, you just feel like you're on vacation. Yeah, Yeah, it feels like people are just lifestyle. People are chill. And and here's why. It's because it's at the beach, (laughs) right? Like any, there are so few cities that are actually like big major world cities that are on beaches. Mm -hmm. And the ones that are, Sydney, Barcelona, Tel Aviv. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, the, there's, uh, you know, L.A., whatever. Um, they just have a different vibe. And yeah. that vibe is usually more mellowed out because people are migrating there because they want that. It's like a self-fulfilling prophecy, mm-hmm. right? Like people who want to be near the ocean are usually probably a little mellower because they and then being by the ocean and having the beach here makes you even more mellower. So um, I agree with you that. If Barcelona was that much fun in January, which is probably the worst time you could go, <laughs> other than the fact there isn't a ton of tourists, sure. then what is it like, you know, yeah, we when, need to go back. when we can actually, as you mentioned, be at the beach? Mm-hmm. Because for us, we thought, man, 
without the beach, the city's amazing. If you could just then say, yeah, I'm going to walk around, eat, drink, and then lay at the beach, go for a swim. I mean, times that experience by 10. So we'll be back. We'll be back when yeah. it's nicer weather. Um, for me, so this was the most surprising thing. I think that the most surprising thing for me was that there was so much good food. Like, I... I that's surprising. Well, I knew there was going to be really, really. I knew there was going to be good food, mm -hmm. and I and we like Spain. We've been through Spain quite a bit. We like Spanish food, but it just it had a lot of really good food and a lot of really good different types of food, which mm -hmm. a city its size usually has. But we spent nine days essentially only trying to find the best places to eat and drink. So we we ate probably. 18 days worth in nine days yeah. so it was a bit more of that gastronomic yeah, type experience eat a single meal in our airbnb no not a single why one. bother yeah i mean there's just we walked out our door and there were tons of just little restaurants right on our street and it's just yeah it's, yeah. A, it's a great city. including one that we'll get to in just uh -huh. a second best memory oh so i don't even know what my best memory would be it was I, you, do you have one? Because I need to think about this for a second. This trip to me kind of all just floods together again because we didn't. Usually, when we're traveling, we we get out and we do a ton of stuff. As in, hey, we're in Barcelona, but let's take a day trip here. Let's take a day trip here. Let's take a day trip here. You know, and so we don't spend as much time just in the same spot nine days in one apartment, and then just kind of really get to know the area around that. Mm -hmm. So for me, the best memory of this, I mean, we'll get to this in best meal because I think that's the, yeah. that's the thing I remember the most is this one specific meal. So mm -hmm. we'll get to that in a second, but the overall memory is a bit more intertwined. Like each, I, some days, and we just did the one on South on Cape town, which you guys will have listened to probably that had very specific days. Oh, this is the day that we drove here. Yeah. Oh, this is the day we saw the whales. It was very, this is the day we hiked. Whereas Barcelona was like every day we woke up and all we did was walk around and eat and drink. So the yeah. days meld together. So definitely. I mean, the, really, just the whole trip, as I said in the beginning of this, the whole trip was so special. So the, the memory of that trip being our last one before I was pregnant for the first time was just so special. So that's what I think about when I think of Barcelona, yeah. like just how relaxing it was. We literally would just. Lay around. We would read. We would go out. We would get caught. Well, I would get coffee. Trav would. I don't. Know, I mean, that was our. Drink we, water. We essentially but in nine days did what if you were a local you would do. Uh, although we didn't have to work, so yeah, wake up, <laughs> go to a different coffee shop, go to a different place for breakfast, brunch, start figuring out where we wanted to go for lunch slash dinner. Where do we want to go to drink? Go do that. Walk around. Come home. Go to bed. Yeah, that was, was our Barcelona time. Yeah, and so. so we're not trying to cop out here. You guys know we usually give at least one, but we try <laughs> to get super specific. But this trip was like an instant, hey, we're just hanging out. Yeah. And we had just been in Ireland moving quickly, right. seeing as much as we could. We didn't even see half of the country of Ireland. And, we you know, we saw a lot. So we were kind of just like, let's chill. Yeah. <laughs> so nine, nine days in Ireland, we moved around nine times more than we did then in Barcelona. Right. So Barcelona was completely the opposite. Yeah. All right. Well, that brings us to our best meal, which is very easy and will be the same for both of us because Definitely. it made our number one meal that year, which would have been 2017. And a lot of you have gone. So many of you, have many, gone. many <laughs> epoppers have gone to this place because it was our hands down, both of our number mm -hmm. one 
meal in 2017 unquestioned yes and that is this tiny little restaurant that was maybe one block from our airbnb which just happened to be super highly rated on TripAdvisor, which we didn't know to the point where we couldn't even get a reservation and we kept going in and saying like hey when is your next available reservation it was like two months out and we just kept pestering them to the point that they called so Trav and uh, here's they had what, an opening here's what no email me here's email, what happened yeah, so the yeah. story behind it is great too and, and and if you've made a reservation there you know that you've been there you know that it's really small i think it's eight people yeah, or maybe 10, 12. 12 people maybe there's three little tables i think space. it's two brothers i believe unless they're best friends i think it's brothers though one is a cook one is like the front of the house this was the second closest restaurant to our airbnb in a totally residential neighborhood so the night that we got there we're like let's go get something to eat and we knew nothing of the city mm-hmm. our, our friend that we're staying with wasn't there yeah so remember she, we just booked this trip you right. know a few days before and landed we knew absolutely nothing so we walk down and we turn right out of our apartment. We go and we see this restaurant and we open up. We're like, oh, can, you know, can we get something to eat? And they're like, oh, do you have a reservation? We said, no. They're like, sorry, we're full. And we're like, okay, well, that, yeah. that's a good sign. It's probably a decent place. You know, it's, it's full, although it is pretty small. So I think and, you must have decided to look it up then. Well, yeah. So then I, right. So we walked back by again and I saw this, you know, maybe it was a TripAdvisor certificate of excellence or something. I'm like, oh, this is, this is known somewhat. Then we, you know, I don't remember each thing that happened in order, but <laughs> essentially then we went back and I said the next night and we're like, oh, can we eat? Like, oh, no, you know, they, they recognized it at least. Like, oh, you don't have a reservation, right? We said, no. Like, oh, okay, well, let's make a reservation so you guys can stay here. Right. You can come eat here. I said, okay. It's like, okay, uh, you know, we're, he's looking through his thing. He said, all right, like a month and a half from now. I'm like, oh, we're oh, yeah. only here for like seven days. He goes, Oh, I didn't realize you weren't from here. I'm like, you, you didn't. I'm not <laughs> I mean, speaking. He was speaking. I'm English. barely speaking passable Spanish. Not not even passable. Um, so he was like, okay, well, give me your email address. If some if something happens, we have a spot. I'll just email you. And I was like, okay, you know, whatever. He was really nice. I said, odds are we're not going to get in here. And then I told my friend whose place we're staying at, and she's like, oh, yeah, that place is awesome. Then we happened to see on TripAdvisor, like the number two restaurant in all of Barcelona. It's <laughs> no like, wonder. oh, my gosh, this is crazy. We didn't realize this small little place right next to us. Well, one night I was walking back by myself after drinking a lot of beer, which we'll get to, and I just popped my head in. You know, he hadn't emailed me. Travis, I was like, ever the friendliest well, person who wants to talk to everyone on his path. I saw the guy in the window. I just popped. I'm like, hey, you know, Travis is like, oh, I remember you. So we just chat. I'm like, hey, just, you know, we're leaving in three or four days, whatever. Just wanted to check in. And he goes, hey, guess what? I was going to send you an email anyway. Like, you, do you want to come tomorrow? And I said, yes, of course. And, and I think it was our last night or second. Yeah, our second so it was last right night. at the end of the trip. And, and so he was like, I'm like, definitely. He's like, okay, cool. Come tomorrow. And I was like, yes, I'm so glad I stopped <laughs> in because who knows if I would have checked my email, whatever. And we went and, um, yeah, it's called Blavis. And the guy was fantastic. And it's a tapas menu. And literally, we tried, I believe, almost everything on the menu. Everything but maybe one thing. So we we just said, what do you recommend? He started off uh, us off. It's just like two sides, and there's not, I think it was like 15 different tapas. And then, yeah, I mean, I was stuffed. I could hardly walk out of the restaurant. Yeah, we ate because, a lot. You know, in the name of research, we needed to try almost everything on the menu. And, and this like tomato bread, he kept bringing he, Yeah, which is actually, we found out later, a Mayorkan specialty. It's just like toast with brushed tomatoes on it and i mean it's so simple it's so incredible the food was just really it felt 
like you were in somebody's home and it's small and so it is kind of like somebody's home but it really felt so special yeah. and intimate and the food was incredible and they were so nice and hospitable and yeah he just kept bringing out like he said oh well now you should try this you know we didn't pl- think we we're gonna work our way through the whole menu but we tried stuff it was all good and they said all right well if you like that you try this and so we did we, worked we were there for a while too i feel like it was two hours two maybe. to three hours yeah. we tried at, then i think they had five desserts i think we tried like at least three or four of them <laughs> uh yeah and it wasn't that expensive either i think maybe 30 to 40 bucks a person and we tried the whole menu so um absolutely loved it crazy amazing experience incredible food Really nice people. A lot of e-poppers have gone since then and said hi to them. And in fact, we did get an e-pop sent us. So if you ever go to a place that you hear from us, uh, please throw it on Instagram and hashtag e-pop sent us. At Blavis, two different couples were there and they were chatting and they realized that they had both heard it from the e-pop podcast. So, so cool. It's cool to have a little bit of an impact there. Obviously, these people are doing well no matter what. <laughs> But, um, yeah, they, they know EPOP now, and uh, you do have to email way ahead of time to get reservations. Yeah. So do that. You can find that on our on the EPOP site. Yes. Um, but pff, just it, it will go like we will remember that eating experience for the rest of our lives. It will be one of our top meals of all time. It, I, I can't wait to go back. Yeah, I know. We need to go. I mean, maybe not this year, but sometime. sometime. <laughs> That's why we're doing the quarantine diary so right. we can dream about yep. it. My mouth is salivating. I now. know. Best drink. So for me, there's two because basically Spain has amazing wine. It's incredibly cheap. So no matter where you go, you can have good wine. I love wine. So it's a win-win. To be more specific, Barcelona has an amazing coffee culture and maybe you could hit refresh on the computer because I'm trying to think of the specific names of my favorite coffee shops. And I did not look at our notes before this because it, you know, we just got on. We just got on. We have, you know, this destination guide up on Extra Pack of Peanuts blog and the coffee and the cafe culture in Barcelona is so, so good. Trav would help me because he loves to look up cafes for me, which is really nice because he doesn't even drink coffee. Most of you know that if you've listened to any of our podcasts, but he loves going to them with me because each one is different. And, you know, it's fun to see the atmosphere and, the research. and the research. And, you know, he's, you know, you'll especially when you're just cruising around mm-hmm. the city, it's nice to have reasons to visit different neighborhoods or different areas. And so bars give you that reason, restaurants, coffee shops. I think the one that, you really loved was Slow Mob. Yeah, so Slow Mob was a very cool, minimal coffee shop. It was very quiet in there every very time we qui- went I, in. I was kind of afraid <laughs> to talk. I'm like, it's it seemed vi- a little. Yeah, the guy was nice, but he was nice, but it's quiet, and it, they are very serious about coffee mm, there. Very and serious. I think that they even had like their coffee lab in the back, if I remember, they did, yep. and just like very minimal decor. And it was always empty when we were there because. I don't know. I mean, they, there, was there was also they were doing construction outside, and it was in this residential neighborhood. So uh, we all we actually walked by it once or twice, even knowing where it was, because like, it can't be yeah. back here under all the scaffolding. And it was, but it was the best coffee I had in the whole time we were in Barcelona. We went to a lot of cafes. So the shout out to Slow Mob. They make an amazing coffee. Their beans are incredible. I wish I would have bought some and brought them home. And I like the aesthetic in there, even though it was very quiet. I, but it was beautiful. I was almost a little scared to be in there, <laughs> not drinking coffee. I thought, 
is this guy gonna you know just come up in a very serious but yeah well trav is the friendliest like, human alive I thought so just gonna, somebody excuse me sir <laughs> uh can you please remove yourself from the premises <laughs> if you somebody... won't be drinking our artisanal coffee you know not mean just like just get out of here we're all about coffee and that's what i thought he was gonna do he yeah. never did because no, we went twice but but it didn't know, make me feel the most trav is very friendly and he's very good at getting people in conversation so when he not can't, this guy he feels uncomfortable it was uncomfortable <laughs> Um, but that's okay. I like the quiet. It was a nice change. So slow mob. <laughs> you said you had two. Was that? Yeah. And then I think the other one was the was Anna. Anna, cafe? which was a completely different uh, very vibe. different. Very always friendly, packed. Always packed. Always filled with people just hanging out. And not so much working because I feel like in the cafes there, it's more of a hangout culture than it is like a work culture. Barcelona. It's, everyone's hanging out yeah. all the time, um, even in January. But this place also had incredible coffee, really good snacks. I, I don't think Slow Mob had any food. No, it was just coffee. <laughs> so if you're hungry, you might, you know, you're going to need to go somewhere else. But Slow or the other one, Anna, had really really nice sandwiches and just little baked goods and the coffee was good so really good coffee culture there in barcelona if you like to eat or you like to talk to <laughs> anyone at any decibel level get your coffee at slow mob for 10 minutes and then go somewhere else but <laughs> um my favorite drink i'll tell you another story here because again this is kind of like the blavis story just this was actually even more coincidental um oh, and out of the, the blue. sandwich shop no, Folky Foley was great, though, um, and so was... The other one. Yeah, Ch yeah. Chuvios. Chuvios. No, uh, both of those. Oh, I forgot Two more about places. those We have a Barcelona <laughs> destination diary. Check that out for all the meals and all the drinking yeah. and, and more in-depth stuff. But the best drinking experience for oh, me... Oh, that's right. Sorry, we're on drinks. <laughs> I went to uh, this... Okay, so I was out by myself again. Had to, was sick for like two of these days. I'm sure the drinking and eating had something to no, do. No, it was with. when we first got there, actually. Okay. So, so I was just walking around. I had heard. Of, I was like, I'm gonna walk all the way from where our apartment down to the waterfront. This was maybe like the second day. It was like a long walk. Let's say two miles there, two miles back. And I'm like, well, I'm just. This is what I'm gonna do tonight in this evening. And I had pinned a few of these places to maybe go get a beer. And one of these places called, was called Beer Cab. Someone said it had craft beer. And then I just happened to walk by. I wasn't really planning my route. I was just on this main street. And I'm like, oh, there it is. And I pop in. I see this board of beer. And it's electric, uh, and uh, you know, like a virtual board, you know, two TVs. And they have a bunch of all these craft beers. So I just order one. I sit down. And um, there were all these European beers. I'm like, oh, this is okay, you know. And it was pretty oh, big yeah, and new. I remember this. Yeah, it was like a big and new place. It was like, this is a pretty big place for craft beer, you know, this and that. And I look up to the bar, and I see someone up at the bar drinking a Heady Topper from a can. So if you know beer, you know Heady Topper at this point. Especially three years ago. Yeah, three years ago. I mean, this was like the, the white whale. Like, it was so it was so hard to get Heady Topper at this point because it's a smaller Vermont-based brewery. And this was like the holy grail of people getting a beer was Heady Topper. That was the first one that people, beer nerds, really like sought after. And I'm like what <laughs> like i've had it back home but i had your sister from new hampshire have to go to a very special place to bring it back for me how is this guy drinking a heady topper because it's a very iconic can i knew it right away in barcelona so i went up to him i asked him and he's just like hey man and he like points behind him and there's a cooler and i look in the cooler and there are probably 10 of the hardest craft beers in the u.s to get all in this cooler like there is not a single place at that point three years ago in the u.s that you could have had all these beers in one place it just didn't exist like you couldn't have gotten heady topper sip of sunshine 
um, these other treehouse ones, some of these Trillium ones, in the same place. You could only get them at those certain breweries, and they're really hard to get even then. And I'm like, where? <laughs> what did I have? How is this happening? I, I don't get it. So I'm like, yeah. okay, but <laughs> that Heady Topper is good, and I know everyone says get Heady Topper, but here's one that's better, this Sip of Sunshine. I've had them next to each other. I'm going to buy this. Do you, you want some? And the guy was like, sure. This is just this guy at a bar. He will end up being a bartender, a really nice guy. Um, and so I poured him that and he had, he's like, Oh, you are right. How'd you know this? I'm like, well, listen, I, how are people, how did they get these beers? So then the guy who owns the place comes over, starts talking to us. And some of it was getting translated and some of it was Spanish. And, and of course, Trev is happy now because people are talking. I'm to just him. like, Whoa. <laughs> and the guy says, I work all year to get these beers shipped to me. I have to, like he said, it takes monumental amount of effort. And then one day a year, you know, I have like one or two of each of these beers and I release them on the same day. So this is like everyone from all over Spain. Some people from all over Europe will come here just to get these beers. And I'm sitting there thinking it was it was like four o'clock. I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, at five, you'll see people come. From, and I thought, oh, my gosh, I feel a little guilty drinking these. But I can't get these yeah. at home. So me and this other dude just kept buying all these random beers. We had, yeah, probably five to ten of the hardest to get beers in the world, in this one place called Beer Cab. It was only on this specific day. This guy said some of these were shipped like six months ago. He's like, I, you've just lucked into the fact that, that you're here on this day. And so when other people show up at 5, 530, they're like, where's the heady top? Like they were a little Oops. disappointed because some of these beers that they thought might be there weren't there. And me and this other guy just sitting in the bar. There's like cans lined up there. <laughs> like you can have the can. Uh, we did save actually a little out for some people. And so then it became this cool thing of, here, tried this. Like, everyone's just trying a little bit of each one so they could have all of them. It was an incredible, it was one of the best beer experiences I've ever had in my life in this random place in Barcelona on a random night. It was a Tuesday night. Yeah, that's pretty incredible. I forgot about that because that was the day I was sick and I was in bed and you were just texting me. And I was like, of all the days it was to be sick, the crazy one of the craziest travel experiences I've had. I mean, it, you know, we've done crazier things, but just for that to come to fruition. And that was when I was at my peak of my beer nerdiness too. So very um, true. Yeah. Beer cab. Great place. They won't always have those beers. I don't think, but great, great, great place in Barcelona. And I just want to give a shout out because you did come to this one. We found a pretty cool brewery called garage yep. and uh, that, you know, they made their decent, own beer. Yeah. It was very good. Pretty decent beer. But now they've become really famous, famous, but in the beer world on Instagram, you know, they're collabing with like a, some of these more well-known U.S. breweries, too. So that was cool because back then they were just brand new. And now I've seen them all over Instagram. Yeah. The beer I know that. Craze, I hope. Listen, craze. even if you don't like beer, it's a pretty good story. It's a great story. So. It's awesome. That was really, I completely forgot that happened even. Yeah. Yeah. That's just so going. Cool. And that's why Barca, it's a lifestyle. So you just go <laughs> out for a walk and look what happens. Look at what happens. Anything can happen. So that leaves us with our last card, which is the most beautiful sight. I, this is hard because, like we I didn't mentioned, go Bethlehem, and do much stuff. That's no, why. I mean that's not true. We went to Sagrada Familia. Familia. It was beautiful, but it was under construction. So obviously, you know, it's been under construction right, for so, what three hundred years? Right. 500 we years, went to we went to Parkwell, which. Was way cooler than I thought it was going to be. It, that was fun. I mean, Park it was, was cool. It's definitely worth going to. I, sp well, I mean, especially if you like Gaudi, but is that go yeah, go Gaudi, Gaudi. Am I saying it wrong? Gaudi. I always say everything Gaudi, wrong. Gaudi. Anyway, especially go if you like <laughs> the, the singer. No, not that. Um. Anyway, Parkwell was very cool, and we went to the Olympic. 
you know, we went to the Olympic old, not not stadium. Yeah, but no, like, the, the Olympic stadium. Yeah, and yeah, the whole area there, which we took a bus I totally to or forgot something. about that. That was awesome for me. That was cool. Especially because there's no one around. Yeah. For me, the most beautiful thing, honestly, is the old section of Barcelona, which if you go in summer, will be completely slammed with tourists and a lot of people like stay Las Ramblas and yeah, that. in that area. But we were there in January. So, I mean, we there were people, but it was not overrun in any way. So we really got to enjoy it. And it's just beautiful wandering through that part of the city and this is something we didn't do while we were there, but if you can get an aerial view of Barcelona, like if you've ever seen that picture of the city of Barcelona from above, yeah, the city I, that planners, comes up on my Instagram all the time. That one gosh. picture of like top, I don't know what the Instagram top Barcelona yeah. or something. It's just that one top shot. So of like just the way that they planned out the streets is so beautiful from above. I mean, the city is just incredibly stunning I, and wandering around is is just my, my favorite thing to do there i completely forgot that we went to the um olympic stadium which mm -hmm. i would highly recommend and get to in a different part of the city and was really fun and, and kind of a little mini adventure yeah. to getting up there and wandering around um like you my the most beautiful site for me was the echample i think i'm saying that right uh neighborhood echample uh and that is where yeah, if you're, I mean, it's before you get down to the water, and it's just picture perfect. You know, you've got the four, five, six story buildings all wrapped with balcony, yeah. and the and the greens coming off it. Um, you know, just walking through a Champla, and we were just north of that in Gracia, Gracia, which was which is a really cool neighborhood to stay in too. Just not it's quite just, as beautiful. Yeah, it's not as iconic. Yeah. Um, a Champla, just walking through there, you're just thinking. Oh my gosh, like how do I live in one of those apartments on the fifth floor yeah. with these wrought iron balconies and just Or at least maybe stay there next time. Yeah. Because so that's to me the prettiest place to stay in all of Barcelona. And I would agree with you that it it holds up architecturally mm -hmm. against any other city we've been into, yes. especially the Eschampla mm -hmm. district and that and that neighborhood. Some of my most like some of the most beautiful to me in the world. And it's just it's incredible. So I love walking through there. Yes. That's where we're staying next. Yeah. Let's All right. do it. There not, you go. not by the beach. I, I'll take the beach too. Either <laughs> way. I don't know. I, they're both awesome. Uh, so you guys have it. Barcelona. In a nutshell, our best Ooh, of wow, Barcelona. Wow, this is a really long one. I didn't even realize. You didn't, had some good stories in there though. I know. I know. Good stories around eating and drinking. You know, <laughs> those are always good stories. But um, yes, we have a longer, believe it or not, destination diary on barcelona i think everyone can believe it they can believe that on <laughs> the podcast and we also have the written up version of everything that we've done so if you want to talk if you want more specific eating and drinking places not just the best of but everything we've done uh you could check that out don't forget we got quarantine diary episodes coming out every monday wednesday friday on igtv also on the podcast feed and uh yeah right now it's been all destination theme like our best of using heather's note cards but if you guys have topics you want us to tackle, let us know, and we'll keep them shorter. I'm not saying short, <laughs> shorter, shorter form, unfiltered, um, unedited, just like we're doing here. So thank you guys for listening. Been an absolute blast to get to do these quarantine diaries. Um, thanks for the feedback. Let us know how you like them and what you've liked and what you want to hear about on Instagram at Extra Pack of Peanuts. Yeah. Bye, everyone. See ya.